Blair, and welcome to the Homeschooling Family Podcast by Teach Them Diligently, where we discuss marriage, parenting, discipleship, homeschooling, and everything else that comes into play when you're following God's plan for your family. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and today I'm chatting with Erin Chase of $5 Dinners and My Freeze Easy. We're going to be discussing some practical ways to prioritize mealtime, save your sanity, and save money, all while bringing your family together more. If you're looking for some great mealtime tips and ideas, and a lot of fun along the way, you definitely don't want to miss this week's chat, which is brought to you by Bipre. The Teach Them Diligently podcast is sponsored by Bipre Wellness. Bipre is a comprehensive brain health company providing tools for a healthier brain. From online fitness training programs to brain health supplements and more, Bipre has the tools and expertise to help support both kids and adults dealing with brain health and behavioral issues, such as lack of focus and concentration, fatigue and low energy, memory problems, and more. Teach Them Diligently podcast listeners can get a free 15-minute consultation by visiting bipre.com ttd. That's B-I-P-R-I dot com slash T-T-D. I am so glad you're here. So let's dive right in. All right, everybody, we are in for a real treat today. Erin Chase, who is the founder of $5 Dinners and My Freeze Easy, is here to talk to us about how we as moms can tackle dinner time with a little bit more grace, a little bit more confidence, actually get it on the table a little bit more often. So let's welcome Erin. She is a mom of four. She works a lot. You've probably seen clips of her on different TV shows or heard her on the radio. Uh, In addition to her four boys, she also has a boy dog. So I think if anybody has any girls to spare, she would be more than happy to (laughs) hang out with them for a little while. But Erin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Leslie. I'm excited to get to share today. Well, I am thrilled to have you here. Erin is one of the people that we love having to teach them diligently. She's always just a bright spot. Every time I pass her, her sessions are awesome. Uh, When you talk to her in the exhibit hall, she's always so positive and fun. So I'm very excited to have you on tonight. Now, I know I reached out to you, I don't know, November, December, to tell you how much I appreciate the Freeze Easy program that you had. And I just, you know, to kick us off, even before we talk about why, why we need this, tell everybody a little bit about what that is and then go into why you came up with it because I think it is just such a help. I would love to share with you about my Freeze Easy. So it is utmost. It is a freezer cooking strategy. It's very specific. And we've built out an an entire platform and software and mobile apps and everything to kind of fit into this strategy. And and what it comes down to is really freezer meals that are going to work for the busy family and the busy mom and dad who just need dinner to be easier and faster. Like you just need dinner on backup. And what makes it unique is that it is not once a month cooking. So that's what oftentimes what people think about when they hear freezer cooking is they're like, oh, I'm not going to take eight hours on a Saturday and spend Mm -hmm. all my time getting meals together. Like I'm just not going to do that. So then they think that freezer cooking is not for them. And so as a busy working mom with four boys, I found that preparing 10-ish meals at a time, 8, 10, 12, sometimes 20, 
if I'm getting really crazy. Um, <laughs> I found that doing 10 at a time then allows me to have the backup I need two to three nights a week. And then that 10, 12 meals will last me for an entire month. So instead of doing 50 or 60 meals for the month, we're just doing 10 to help get through those challenging days, if you will. Mm -hmm. And a challenging day would be a day that just went off the rails, right? Because we, we can't predict that. But it's also days that we can predict. So it's like Mondays for us, we have an occupational therapy appointment in the medical center at five o'clock every Monday. So that's a freezer meal day. And then I've kind of figured out that I just don't really feel like cooking anymore by the time Thursday rolls around. So I need, it's true. It's totally true. I love to cook. I'm a food blogger. I love feeding my people, but for whatever reason, Thursday's tough. And so I make that a freezer meal day. So pretty much Mondays and Thursdays, it's just hands down freezer meals. And those, those are just trouble spots in my own schedule and mood and energy level and whatnot that I've kind of identified to help so that freezer meals can fill in those gaps so that we don't end up spending $45 in the yeah. Chick-fil-A drive-thru because, oh my word, I can't afford that. I know, I know. Well, and I, I'm a homeschool mom, as everyone knows. I work for Teach Them Diligently. It's primarily David and the kids and I, so there are a lot of hours spent working here. And there are so many days that I get to the end of it and I'm just at a loss, or at least I used to be. And it has been a real blessing to actually, even when I don't prepare them in advance, if I have them planned out in advance and your stuff is so easy to put together, there have even been days where my Saturday got away from me. So I had all the stuff, but I didn't prep it, but I've got two daughters. I won't rub that in at all. I, you know, my, my girls around here. <laughs> so, but I have two girls that at, at any point I'm able to say, Hey, would you go throw this together and put it in the oven? So I've been able to use your stuff, not only in the freezer, which has been awesome, but also as, oh, stink, I forgot to prep this, but now I have it all laid out. I've already gotten the stuff and I can do it now. And both ways has taken so much pressure off. And the, the really cool thing is my children, all four of them kind of rise up and call you blessed. They love everything that we've tried. So that's been just a real joy too. Well, I love to hear that. That's actually one of my most favorite things is like, we discovered a new favorite meal. Yeah. And I'm like, see, you don't have to get stuck in the rut. I think it helps with the rut. And actually the way that we've built out everything, you're kind of doing two meals at a time. Yes. So you would do two of the same thing for the freezer, not necessarily to eat them two nights in a row right. um, because that kind of would get old fast, but exactly what you're talking about. Like, okay, maybe I didn't get to my prep session, but what I can do is I can bake one version of, or, or tonight's meal of, you know, Greek chicken bake, let's say, and then I can make the other batch in the tray and put it in the freezer. Yep. I call that more like batch cooking where you're make or make one, freeze one. So you're making one for dinner tonight. You're freezing the second portion to that, to have that option for later. And we have most of our, our members will do the 10, 10 at a time kind of concept, but we do have a lot who also prefer kind of that, okay, I got all the ingredients and I'm going to make, you know, five different meals throughout this week, but then the other five, the doubled versions are going into the freezer to eat later on in the month. So you can use it either way. It really just, whichever fits best with your cadence and your rhythms and your, you know, your family's sort of life in and around the kitchen, um, whichever one works for you best is an option. Well, you know, I think that any homeschool mom, any mom in general who is listening to this would totally recognize the need for having this stuff planned ahead, prepped ahead, all of that stuff, no matter how you approach it. But 
you have been doing this for a long time. You you started your first service, your first blog information resource, $5 dinners, 11 years ago. What really prompted you to go down this path with Freeze Easy following shortly, well, about six years after that? What really got you going on this? So $5 dinners started really in the recession of two, that started in 2008 into 2009. And it really was my way of chronicling what we ate for dinner and how much it all cost. Mm. And so it's kind of taking a different look at grocery shopping and grocery budgeting in terms of, you know, I'm wanting to get the best quality at the lowest prices and kind of breaking things down ingredient by ingredient and just thinking about dinner in a different way. And so really kind of dialing in on protein cost is typically the highest, especially, you know, the larger your family is, the more, the more meat you have to buy. And the more um, boys you have. (laughs) Yes. So kind of dialing in on that, like really getting strategic with meat prices and when I'm buying meat and then how I'm stocking up. So when you go to the store and it's $1.77, $1.88, $1.99 a pound for boneless, skinless chicken breast, which is one of our favorite meats, I got to buy as much as I can to get me to the next sale. And so what ends up happening is, okay, option one is throw the package into the freezer well, then that's annoying because you have to then thaw it out in the package, take it out of the package. That little pad in there is gross and half frozen and like whatever. So I started what I call freezer meal flipping. So you're basically flipping the the packages of meat into easy freezer meals. And I think chicken is one of the easiest things to do that with because you can freeze the chicken raw with basic things, salsa, honey mustard, barbecue sauce, um, ranch dressing, like there's a lot of uh, different seasoning mixes, right? There's like a lot of really easy ways to do, you know, just the meat in a sauce, right? So I would call that like a meal starter. So instead of throwing the package of chicken straight into the freezer, I'll flip it into a freezer meal, basically, or a meal starter. And then that kind of evolved into, okay, well, I'm going to also include maybe sometimes vegetables, or maybe it's going to be like, uh, one of our favorites is like a sweet potato curry. So that's sweet potatoes, carrots, chicken, and curry, like into the freezer, right? Then I can cook it later in the slow cooker or the instant pot. So it's really, it really just over, over the early years, it just kind of became a game of how can I take all of this meat that I'm getting on sale, turn it into freezer meals and set myself up for six. And then what it ends up happening is it's like this double, double win because you got the meat when it was on sale. And then you turned it into a freezer meal. So all of a sudden you're saving money on groceries and you're a step ahead of dinner and you're just like, Hey, I got this. You all of a sudden feel confident instead of like hot mess express. Well, I'll tell you as someone who kind of lives in the hot mess express (laughs) arena, um, (laughs) you know, every stage of life just has its different joys there, but having someone who thinks this stuff through for me and actually being able to access what someone else who has um, kind of a bent, has an expertise, has studied it a lot, that is such a help. That's one thing that I can kind of outsource in my brain. I can look at what's there, kind of help me, uh, help walk me through strategies and stuff like that. And it just really takes a lot of pressure off, I think. Something that I mean, meal prep and planning is something that's integral to us doing our jobs as wives and moms. So to have that help, I think is just incredibly, incredibly beneficial for all of us. I I love it. That is exactly why I'm here. I 100% believe that 
God created our bodies to feed people like physically, right? Like we are physically equipped, you know, minus any sort of like medical issues to feed people. And I think that, you know, when it comes to our families, like we're here to nourish them. We're here to feed them. We're here to nourish their minds. We're here to nourish their souls and to teach them like all these things. And so much of that happens at mealtime, right? Um, A lot of that happens in the prep time. So sometimes I like to be in my kitchen by myself. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But other times I like to invite the boys in to help me because one, they're learning skills. Um, But two, it is set when you're working on something side by side, it's just a great opportunity for conversation. Um, and converse, it's kind of like when you're driving in the car too. Like if I'm alone in the car with one of the kids, I'm like, Ooh, now they're going to tell me yeah. things, right? <laughs> they're going to open up. I think the same thing happens in the kitchen because it's like, you know, it's a safe place. It's the hub of everything in and around our house, right? So I think there's so much that can happen in the meal prep time. And then of course, dinner time together as a family and, and devotions and, and all of that, all of that together. It goes back to, I love how you said that. Like it's exactly like that, like we're here to feed our people and whatever we can do. So freeze easy meal, uh, you know, having all the planning and and the setup and the recipes and the shopping list and the instructions, like all lined up for you. If that's going to be helpful to you to help you achieve the kind of the goal and the ideal of this special time together as a family, that connection then I'm, that's why we're here. If I were to drill into ultimately what this is all about, <laughs> that's what it's all about. It's about making it easy for you to have those connection points, have dinner as that con- as a connection point for your family. Yep. Bringing families together is awesome. And I'll tell you another thing that has kind of evolved in the last couple of years in our family is David has started really loving to cook. So he and I Ooh. have a class in the kitchen. I mean, he does... He, he overshoots me in his tastes and what he wants to try, probably because I'm just practical. I'm like, let's just get it on the table. But that is something that we really didn't do together until recently. And I absolutely love it. And again, having stuff kind of laid out so that it's super easy makes that more possible for these little mini dates that he and I are able to have while we're prepping And it's super relaxing too to do that together. I think it's a good way for him anyway to leave behind a lot of the stresses and you know the busyness and the the angst and all the details that he's uh, he's working on throughout the day. Now he's just able to kind of come and relax and we hang out and the kids are in and out and it really just makes for a great time for us as a couple too. And that was an unexpected twist that's been just a really cool thing. Um, I kind of like that a whole lot. So way to go, you guys. I couldn't have talked him into doing it. He just started doing it. So this is way to go, David. Woohoo! Um, I love it. Yeah. So when you're on site, you often talk and do a session about staying one step ahead. And you have all kinds of really practical things and helps for moms in that way. Can you give us some of that insight now so that maybe the moms can walk away from this podcast actually thinking along those lines? Oh, I would love to. So I think this is probably one of my most favorite favorite talks to give. And I love to share this. And, you know, I think sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm like a walking Pinterest board (laughs) when, when I, when I give this, you know, the full workshop, but a, a taste would be that when we're in the kitchen, this is, it's planning ahead. It's being one step ahead. 
And so what that means is when you're in the kitchen for, let's say, in the morning for breakfast time, because everybody eats breakfast, you're helping the kids with breakfast, you're pouring cereal for little people, you're making sure the big people aren't burning the eggs or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So you're in and around the kitchen in the morning. So when you're in there during the breakfast sort of time slot, if you will, you're going to want to do one thing, one step ahead, one thing for a future meal in that day. So depending on which phase of life you're in, if you have toddlers, right, you might just do one thing for snack, your morning snack that's going to happen at 1030 or whatever. Or if you just have like a grab and go snack, then you might do one thing for lunch. So if you're eating lunch at home or you need to chop up some fruit that you'll eat for lunch later, like whatever that one thing might be. Another option, if lunch is kind of already automated or you just quickly do sandwiches and there's really not much to do in advance, then definitely do one thing for dinner. Mm. So you're in for breakfast, you're doing breakfast, do one thing for a future meal. So some other ideas would be, let's talk for dinner specifically, you would pull out a jar of spaghetti sauce and stick it next to this stovetop so that when you come in and out of the kitchen throughout the day, you know, if you're, if you're home or if you're getting back from co-op or, you know, whatever your schedule looks like, you'll see that jar of spaghetti sauce. And that's your visual cue and mental cue of, okay, spaghetti for dinner, got it. So what that does kind of at the psychological level and sort of the mom overwhelm level hmm. is one, you decided what you're having for dinner at seven o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever time in the morning while you're in the, in doing breakfast. Hmm. So you pulled out the jar of spaghetti sauce, you decided we're having spaghetti. So what's not going to swirl through your brain the whole day is what are we having for dinner? And when the kids ask 17 times, <laughs> they're going to, what are you having for dinner? You'll say spaghetti tonight or tacos, or, you know, I'm going to bake some chicken because I have it in the freezer or whatever. Right. So it eliminates that what's for dinner conversation that happens in your brain every day because it's there. You might not know it, but it's there. Oh yeah. And, and it helps you decide what you're having ahead of time because when you decide in the, like, if you get to five o'clock, you go to open your fridge and you're like, we have no food. We got to go out. I didn't prep anything in advance. We got to go out. But if you set the spaghetti jar next to the stovetop in the morning, you're not going to run that same scenario in your head when it's time to make dinner. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. So yeah, doing I'm one thing, especially for dinner, I think can make a dramatic difference in your day. Well, I think another benefit of doing that is you look forward to it all day. At least I, let me speak for me personally. I like get hungry for whatever it is all day. It, <laughs> it becomes something of great anticipation and something to look forward to. Not only will I have all my people there, but I know that it's not going to be stressful to get it done. And I'm sitting there thinking about that chicken pasta all day long that I can like taste right now. Um, it just makes my You're day. Like, dinner at, <laughs> dinner's at three o'clock, guys. Mom's exactly. hungry. <laughs> Mama can't wait any longer. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. But yeah, I think you're totally right. It just makes the whole like approaching the witching hour um, the, you know, or the, okay, I know I'm going to be running around or picking up a kid from practice or piano or whatever. And then you're like, okay, but it's spaghetti tonight. So that's going to be a quick 20 minute, 30 minute prep. So if I start prep by six, we'll have dinner by six 30. Like you can also sort of mentally slot how your prep experience is going to go again, goes back to, okay, it's going to be easy. It's going to be smooth. It's going to be enjoyable. And we're going to get to have this great family time together. 
Right, exactly. And there are so many, I mean, I have 14, well, I have three teenagers and a 20 year old. So um, I can no longer say I have four teenagers, but they're going in all different directions. Camden's in college, so he sleeps here and eats here, but that's about it. And so just trying to figure out schedules for everybody is difficult, one. And then especially right now, we're in heavy teach them diligently prep season. And so I could literally sit down and not look up until seven, eight o'clock if I don't have something (laughs) mentally making me do that. David, he's going to kill me for saying this. He yelled in the other day. um, It was like seven o'clock or something. And I literally had not even thought about eating. I was just working, working, working. And I hear this voice through the other room. Um, Leslie, are we fasting now? <laughs> it's like, well, buddy, you just lost your blessing for it if we are. So, yes, yes, we are, dear. Been yes, so we are. avoided. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's exactly like if you, if you had done one thing earlier yeah. in the day, then he could have started making dinner. Exactly. Like, oh, spaghetti. Or, I'll get going on that. Yeah. <laughs> If I had been sitting here letting my mouth water in anticipation of what I was cooking all day, then I wouldn't have let the day go by because I would have been keyed in on what we're making. So it really helps alleviate so much pressure. And, you know, I am at a stage of life where I'm farther along in, you know, I've got older children now. So my reality is different. But when they were little, there were a gazillion detours too. There were Oh yeah. Hyper blowouts or (laughs) or illnesses or whatever that can really make your afternoon not go the way that you had planned. And so your derailments may look very different than mine, but ultimately they're the same. They're derailments on your day. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's why I think this, this kind of, it's almost like a mindset, a mentality, and it's a little bit of a discipline as well. Right. So you know, it's pulling out the spaghetti sauce. Other things you can do is simply just chopping, you know, an onion or just one task, uh, starting the slow cooker. That's a real common one, right? Like I'm okay. I know today's going to be a slow cooker meal. So I I need to start the slow cooker. Do it. Obviously you would do that in the morning. If it's an eight hour cook, you can also pulling out a freezer meal. If you're going to bake something, I am the worst. I know I'm the freezer meals queen, but I'm the worst with remembering to take things out the night before. Yes. And so I'll pull it out. I will, you know, battle you for that worst. uh, Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll have a little contest. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. But, but, but I also know you can quick thaw. So I quick thaw and then I can cook it later on in the day, leave it in the fridge, finishing thawing and whatever. So, but it all comes back to doing one thing in the morning. You can, the same thing goes for in the afternoon, if you're in the kitchen in the afternoon, cooking dinner, making a fresh dinner, heating, reheating a slow or freezer meal, you know, serving up the slow cooker, like whatever your dinner prep looks like, you can also just make a mental note of, okay, what are we doing for breakfast tomorrow? Is tomorrow's breakfast going to be something a little bit more involved? Like, I don't know, making French toast. That's fun. It can happen on a weekday. Um, <laughs> or is it, do I have bacon in the freezer that I need to pull out because we want to, I want to bake some bacon in the morning, like whatever, if, if it's not always the case, but if there's something that you can do to set yourself up for the next, pull the meal out of the freezer. I know I just said, I'm not good at it, but that would be something that you could do to set yourself up for success for the next morning. So if you can get into this sort of rhythm of doing one thing for a future meal that day, then all of a sudden food is easier because you have like a forward thinking momentum instead of a 
backwards momentum where your yeah. husband's asking you whether or not you're, oh, you're reacting. Right? I find that so often right. I'm reacting. And so I'm like, oh, yes. pizza again, which is, you know, not the best strategy. Right. Not usually. <laughs> not it, usually. it ends up costing, it ends up costing you money yeah. uh, because you go for the convenience then. And then, you know, convenience is fine every now and again, but if it's convenience every day, like we can't afford that. Right. Exactly. Well, and another thing that I found that really has a very similar impact on my psyche, as well as the way my days go, is just over the weekend, actually taking a few minutes to plan out what each dinner is going to look like so that I can kind of take what I'm planning and put it on a day so that that, you know, just in advance of the week getting away from me, I've at least kind of put some stakes in the ground that will give me an idea of where I'm going. If I, even if I miss those, pull one thing out, I at least have something written down somewhere that I can go back on. Right, I love that. I love the, the five meals for the week kind of deal. So, you know, you probably go out once, maybe leftovers once, but if you can plan out five meals that you're gonna eat at some point that week, you don't have to put a day on them, you certainly can, but I think, after talking to I don't know, thousands of stressed out, busy home chefs, right? Like really, I think the best, most practical advice that I can give that kind of for everybody is just have five things planned out for the week. Even if it's the same five things you had last week or three weeks ago or whatever, like have spaghetti, have tacos, have a pizza night, have, like just have five things because that's going to save you a whole lot of money oh, yeah. in DoorDasher or <laughs> drive through or takeout or whatever. It, it really, it adds up so fast. That's in my little soapbox real quick. But like food dollars, we have to eat every day, multiple times a day, right? And so food dollars add up so fast. Like there's this like almost like a compounding effect, but we don't think about that in the moment because we have to eat right now. Does that make sense? And oh, then yeah. multiply that times for kids and your family or however many kids you have, like, cool, okay. So I think that the more intentional that we can be with food and then the more in tune we can be with the reality of how much we're spending on the convenience, you know, I'm all for going out to eat. Do not hear me wrong. I'm all for that. But trust me, I, we all need that break, but it needs to be planned and it needs to be within your budget. So whatever that looks like for you, if you can afford to go out three nights a week, eat healthy, Healthy options go out three nights a week, but I, I think for most families, that's really not a reality. Right. And so planning five things, plus knowing you'll either do a fast food or use a coupon at whatever, do that. Like just, just plan it out. I think that's super crucial. It really is. You know, in our family and probably in many, outside of our house payment, food is our biggest budget item, really by far. Yep. We don't have yep. any car payments, so that's there's nothing even close to it. And so we take it very, very seriously. And it's, you know, we're getting older. We're in our mid, late 40s. And so just wanting to get good food that is healthy is a bigger deal to us. And teaching our children healthy habits while they're young and impressionable and you know, under my care is also important. So by taking the time to actually plan this out and think it through, not only does it save my sanity, but it's also passing along much better habits, both financially as well as eating-wise, health-wise, to our children. And that's super important to us as well. I love that. Like, that's just, that's like prioritizing both food and money, right? So for most families, food is either the second or third largest expense. Oh, I'm so, sure. 
housing, car, and food for most families. But with you guys not having car payment, you would be housing food. So I think that it's really important because the food piece is the one we can control. You yep. can't change our mortgage payment. Um, and usually it goes up as property value goes up, yep. right? Yep, yep. <laughs> can't bring that down. Taxes, man. You, right. <laughs> unless, yeah, unless you move and downsize and whatever, you can't do a lot about that easily. Cars, unless they're paid off, but there's also insurance and right. gas, like all of that wrapped into transportation. Can't really control that either. And so food is the one that we, that really can get out of control quickly, um, but also can be really controlled. And so I think it's a matter of prioritizing. And I love that you guys have prioritized that for all the reasons. I think it's super important. And obviously it's a huge priority for our family as well. Yeah, well, honestly, until this conversation, I'd never stopped to think about where that grocery budget comes in in the continuum. That's just indicative of how little we do pay attention to it. And so I hope that, you know, we're getting real low on time here, but I hope that this conversation has, has served to get people's attention as to how big of a deal this is and how many awesome opportunities there are to get ahead of it, to get control of it. Um, so as we're kind of winding down here, can you tell them where they can find your resources, find you, get more information, that kind of thing? Absolutely. The best way to connect with me is through the $5 Dinners website. So it's the number five, the numeral $5dinners.com. And the the homepage of our website has all of our different resources and options, one of which is my Easy, which is the freezer meal plan program we've talked about. And that has, I know has been helping you guys out a ton. So that is there. You can also go to myfreezeeasy.com. It's freeze and easy, share and e. So yeah, you can still Google it. You'll find it. Um, <laughs> I'll put the link down below too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those, and, and we have, if you we have a trial option. So if you want to try one of the plans, I'll just kind of see how it works. We have some really helpful educational videos as well. Mm-hmm. You can kind of download that sample meal plan. We have like freezer inventory. We have, I really want to set you up for success. And so we have a lot of great options. There's a workshop that you can sign up for free and get that free sample meal plan. So definitely that would be a great place to start. Well, and another thing that's glorious is with every freezer plan that you download, you get all of these labels for your freezer bag. So instead of pulling in Sharpie, like I've done for, you know, my entire married life, you can make them all nice with all the directions and what you cook them at and everything. It's it's glorious, Erin, just glorious. Yay, I love it. I'm glad that's helpful. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, And thank you guys for joining us as well. Thanks for having me. I'm glad this was helpful. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently. So we're here to help. We would love to get to know you on site at one of our many events each year and throughout the year when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community. Go to www.teachthemdiligently.net forward slash podcast to get more details and resources to encourage and equip your family. While you're there, you can also pick up the show notes and additional information from today's show. It's our daily prayer that God will encourage and equip your family through Teach Them Diligently, and we'd love to hear from you. Send us a note or share your stories with us on social media with the hashtag WeTTD. God is doing great things within his families all around the world, and we would love to celebrate that with you. 
We'd also love to have you join us by subscribing to our podcast and then sharing it with a friend who could use a little encouragement as they too follow God's plan for their family. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and I look forward to visiting with you again real soon.